Aloha, listeners. Dr. Tiki of Tiki Bar TV here, welcoming you to the Zen Tiki Lounge. So get those cocktail shakers ready. Rub on the fake tan and prepare for the shenanigans. Starshine. Aloha, sunshine. Aloha, listeners. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge. Here's the music for you. Here's me poking my ice. That is that is Starshine poking the ice, the crushed ice in her cocktail. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Zen Tiki Lounge is the tiki bar that lives in your head and, well, unfortunately nowhere else yet. We may have some franchise opportunities later. That would be awesome, a franchise. <laughs> franchise your own <laughs> podcast or franchise your own tiki bar. Uh, but anyway... Uh, we have a little bit of exotica here, and we've got a drink, and we're, well, I'm testing on you, and I've been testing it on folks uh, quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Like the, random neighbors? The Sand Pirate. The Sand Pirate, the Arr. very dirty name. Because it's not really, though. It is. You, pirate makes everything dirty. Hmm. I mean, it does make you think of naughty things, and, and the Sand Pirate, uh, I, you know, I'll say, if there was a secret ingredient in it, or if there were, it would be the... Habanero lime syrup. Mm, it's good though. And so you drink it and you say, oh, it's kind of lemonade-like with a bit of spice. And then after a minute or two, you go, ah, there's that thing in the back of my throat. Mm. It, it warms up on you. Uh, so how do you like it? I do like it. There's not rum. There is rum. Is rum? There's two types of rum in there. Yeah. Mm. But I'm, I'm not like giving a- out the recipe yet because you have to join us at Tiki Caliente if you really want to try this drink. We wouldn't want another room serving it because you gave away the ingredients. I know. How rude. We'd have I to know. hurt them. I wouldn't think anybody would actually steal a cocktail right from a podcast, but uh, we're not going to give them the chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have to come to Tiki Caliente. That is May 20th, 21st, and 22nd in lovely Palm Springs, California. We'll talk a little bit more about that during the Tiki News segment, but... Um, I'm working on one other drink, okay. and I'm going to try that on you tonight as well. Great. It is, it Two is drinks on a Monday. To be Great. determined <laughs> as far as the name goes. But did you drive yourself, or did you get dropped off? Of course I drove myself. Mm. Well, sometimes the senator... <laughs> wow. Habanero. <laughs> sometimes the senator uh, you not, know, drops you off. Not on a weekday. Because uh, the, the boyfriend and I are seriously already considering the uh, Del Taco. Wow. Well, yes. I think I have a kid and needs to be in bed by 9.30, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, well, we'll try to make it snappy. No, no, before I go, he'll, he'll be in bed after oh, I... Yeah. Right, right. Uh, for anyone who has not joined us before, uh, well, whether you're into tiki or not, this podcast is for you, because while we may get you in the mood with a drink and some music, we'll talk about just about anything. Usually it makes no sense. And, well, it's better that you drink along with us unless you're driving. But if you're at the office. Or, or you're a passenger. Or you're a passenger <laughs> uh, in a state that allows passengers yeah. to drink liquor. Uh, by all means, drink along with us while you listen to the show. And go visit our other friends out there in the Tiki community, such as Tiki Bar TV and Let's Tiki. If you uh, look for either of them on the internet, you will um, no doubt... Uh, Find them, and then there's also the Cocktail Nation podcast, which Coop Cooper does a great job of bringing you all of that music that you say, "Hey, I love this stuff. Where the heck do I get it?" Mm-hmm. Well, Coop will tell you. 
because uh, it does require a bit of research sometimes to find out where to get all this great music. Why from... research it when you can just listen to someone? Who right. Knows? No, seriously, mm-hmm. of artists of yore. So I get a lot of the music that I play on the show. Did you uh, say artists of yore? Artists of yore. Just checking. Yes, just I wanted did. to make sure. <laughs> and uh, well, so you can participate in the Tiki community or just tune in for the shenanigans, which is uh, plenty fun. And uh, I think I'm going to go see if I can find the mail sack. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't seen it in a while, but I think it's been about a month since I've been here. Really? Yeah. Uh, you think? Uh, I don't well, know. Well, Pumpkin's been around lately. Yeah, All right. Bitch. Well, I'll go rummage through the mail sack. We'll get that ready, and we'll be right back. Tiki mail. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I thought of something witty, and then you went to get the sack. I know. I'm not going to whip out the sack Let this week, think. though. No, no sack. Well, maybe you should come up with a new uh, gig, g- gimmick, then, instead of the sack. I'm just looking for reasons for the girls to talk about a sack. Yeah. Euphemisms for. Euphemism for. But it's been other a long, parts been, of the body. You know, doing this for a long time. I don't have any more euphemisms for your sack. Diving first into the mail sack. We have a lovely, a lovely mm-hmm. uh, email from Sarah Priceton. She says, I want to thank you for the drink recipes I found on your blog. And she's referring to the zentikilounge.com blog, of course. I used about four of them at my first Luau Backyard Barbecue here in Mesa, Arizona. The weather was really nice and my drinks, or your drinks, got people pretty happy. My dad even jumped in the pool naked. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It was certainly <laughs> something to see that I don't need to see again, but everyone is still talking now about I'm it. Now I'm picturing my dad naked. Thanks. <laughs> is Sunshine going to do a cocktail book like he said? It would be really nice to have all the recipes in one place instead of searching on the blow. I think she meant the blog. Yeah. Well, it could be but blow. Thank, but thanks again, Sarah Priston from uh, Mesa, Arizona. Well, you could do so a book. I, I really prefer that, and, and I, I really do want to do this, that it actually is an app mm-hmm. for a uh, phone type thing rather than a book. But, you know, you could do both. I, I just, to me, the app is greener. I don't well, have to print anything. I it's like books, cheaper. Though. It's easier to do. Books are nice, and books are nice to have around in the bar. And if I ever do a book, it will be a nice spiral-bound one, the ones that stand up on their own, mm-hmm. and you don't have to, you know, fold them down because they're bound. Yeah, and you yeah. Get your sticky fingers. All yeah, over. no, they're they're good for bars. So it'll it'll either be that or the app or both. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do uh, plan on doing that because I do take beauty shots of my drinks. You do uh, take as beauty I make shots, them. but you don't read books, so <laughs> right. But cocktail books, yeah, it's easy. So, Sarah, I I am going to work on that. The next one, let's see, this is from Stephen from Washington. I'm going to Tiki Caliente. Yay! It'll be a lot warmer than uh, Washington. I'm sure. Booked my room and flight. Do you think I should stay after Tiki Caliente or just head out from the event? I'm flying from Washington area and want to go see the best of the desert. Well, if he's never been to Palm Springs before, he probably should stay an extra day. I think so, too. Also looking forward to the room party you were having. A sand pirate sounds nice and naughty, like Pumpkin said. See you there, Stephen from Washington. Okay, so to address first, what else is there to do in Palm Springs? Well, quite a little bit. 
You can see the desert. There's a tram that you can take up there. Yes. So that is absolutely the one thing that you kind of have to do if you're in Palm Springs and never been there before is take the Palm Springs Aerial Tramway. It's amazing because it be 100 degrees on the floor and then you go up and it's like 50 degrees up there. Right. Yes. And there might still be snow in the early parts of the summer even. And I so, actually got high altitude sickness taking that tram. Really? Mm -hmm. So the tram takes you up, I think, 6,000 feet. Mm -hmm. So you're already in the high desert and then it takes you up to about 8,500 or 9,000 feet. I think it's terrifying. It and uh, me. It, there are some parts where you are on a cable very, very far from the yeah. ground, and you see uh, bighorn sheep jumping by on the yeah. rocks. And, <laughs> but at the top, there's a bar. And uh, I have had many a drink up at the bar because uh, I've gone up there with a friend and we've gone uh, backpacking and camping and such up to the summit too. of a mountain. But uh, yeah, you, you want to do the Palm Springs Aerial Tramway. Now, there's also three or four casinos in the Palm Springs area. That so will if take you, your money as quick you, as you blink your If eyes. you like your gambling, go check out one you of like the casinos. You like to lose your money fast. Yeah, that, that's good too. And Palm Springs itself is a cool city to... You know, yeah, well now, if you happen to be, and Stephen, I don't know, but if you happen to be a little gay, there's a whole lot to do in Palm mm -hmm. Springs. Or but old. You or old, but yeah. you certainly don't need to be gay because there are beautiful boutique, 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 boutique hotels to go look at. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, in the uh, 50s, 60s, modern type style, some even more glamorous and modern. Mm -hmm. And uh, great places to go have Sunday brunch or just have dinner, or just go to their bars and their cocktail patios overlooking their pools. And I like all the uh, side places that you can go when you're driving there, you know, that sell all the vegetables and the fig, you know. Yeah, like yeah. There's the botanical gardens that are right next to where you're going to be staying for Tiki Caliente. It's uh, any cactus you can imagine they have there. A little bit of history as well. And then uh, you can uh, just drive around and get one of the maps online and you can see Sinatra's old house. Mm -hmm. You can um, drive around and see other folks from the Rat Pack and, and stars of the time. It's it's a it's a great place, and in May the weather's just going to be outstanding. Yeah, don't go any more than that. It's no, yeah, I did, so so there you go, Stephen. Plenty to do. I think you should stay another day or two or three, at least. Now here's a couple tweets. This one says, "Was Sunshine really the first Tiki on Facebook?" And then people started chatting after this. Now okay. nobody went and said that I wasn't, but uh, I, I'll tell you, uh, when I decided my you know my name would be Sunshine Tiki. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, my name was already Sunshine yes. Tiki, but you know, I decided I have to go on Facebook and have an alter ego that is not my other real name, true my, name. My true, yes. Uh, I just did Sunshine Tiki, and it was available. And then I remember searching for other tikis, and I remember two bars coming up. But no individuals, no other tikis. There, huh. there didn't seem to be well, any. There's so, a lot of tikis on there now. Yes, there are mm -hmm. several hundred actually. Yes. Now I don't know. I can't say for sure that I was the first. I suppose only somebody at Facebook who has access to that type of information would know that. But I really do think I might have been the the first tiki, or as uh, Everett Peacock says, Facebook tiki pioneer. And uh, <laughs> tiki as he wrote, pioneer. as he wrote uh, in his well, when you uh, type up sunshine tiki book, now, how many sunshine tikis come up? Just one. Oh, and how many? Just uh, myself. Well, like if and you, if you search, and if you Google Sunshine uh -huh. Tiki, of course it comes up. And if you Google your true name, how many or sun, if you many, many of my true on, name. On, yes. on, on Facebook, for me, if I Google, if I do my true name, it's only two, me and someone else. Oh yeah, there's like five of me. Huh. One's a real estate agent in uh, New York, and one is a um, a chemist. And uh, one is a divorcee. A divorcee, <laughs> yes. huh? It's kind of interesting. <laughs> Ooh la la. 
so uh, anywho, uh, oh, and like I was saying, Everett Peacock, you know, wrote the book The Parrot Talks and Chocolate. Yes. Um, and uh, and uh, it's a great book, and you should go read it. And if you click on the link for this week's show, you can see both of the books, uh, his tiki novels that he has written that are a great beach weekend or pool read. Highly recommend it. And of course, yours truly is mentioned in the second book. Uh, what and else that's here? That's why you should read it. Another tweet. What's the name of the tiki cocktail app? Please post. So this was in reference to the uh, Beach Bum Berry app that I have talked about before. It's simply called Tiki Plus, the word plus. So if you go on iTunes and search for Tiki Plus, it's only available on iPad and iPhone. It's not available on Droid and those others as far as I know. Tiki Plus, and you will find it there. Now, the last tweet here is best rum for making punch, question mark, dark silver spiced help. I like spiced. Uh, well, for, but that might be, not be the best for punch. But I like. Spiced well, rum. actually, for a punch, I think spiced rum is actually a pretty mm-hmm. decent choice. Yeah, because um, when you're making an individual cocktail, um, I know it's creepy. Uh, thank you, baby. Uh, he, he, the boyfriend, brought to me the. Um, Maybe it's your book. The. <laughs> <laughs> to be the, well, his iPad, which is right now the uh, Beach Bumberry app, is launched. And the real cool thing about it is it has it has great pictures. It does. They're beautiful. And They're you piratey. Can, now, now, Starshine, here's a recipe for a Mai Tai. Now, which of these ingredients would you like to know more about? Well, let's look then. Which I, one? I'm not going to say lime juice. I How hope not. How about the Orgeet? The Orge. Okay, so you just click on Orge, and then another window pumps up or pops up, and it says pronounced. Orze or orge, a syrup of almonds, orange flower water, and sometimes barley water, often used in tropical and other cocktails. Now always non-alcoholic, it was once made with a small quantity of brandy, clear to milky golden in color. Many brands are now produced. Uh, so yeah, you get these little things that pop up, and I'll tell you more about the drink. And uh, it's just all kinds of good fun. And then you get a little history on the cocktails if there is one. And Beach Bumberry is the guru of tiki mixology, yes. so. Very nice of him to put this together for us. And he has a, a line of books uh, uh, as well. And uh, the Grog Log is honestly one of my favorite. But then he had a, another book that was called Remixed by Beach Bumberry. And it basically compiles his three previous books into one and adds more. And it's just a ton of fun. So there you go. Uh, so now back to the punch question. Uh Dark silver spice. Well, you know, spice is really good because you can mix spiced rum with kind of any combination of fruit juices, but I, I will tell you this. When you make a punch, go ahead and use a sweet fruit juice and a sour one in combination. Do not just use one or the other. You need that combination to mix with the rum and any other flavors you might want to put in there. Mm-hmm. And a good punch can be as simple good. as take a... Uh, Take a 1.75 liter bottle of the spice room of your choice. Maybe Sailor Jerry. Maybe Sailor Jerry. That's a good one. And if you don't spice your own like I do. Of course not. But uh, so so the 1.75 of Sailor Jerry. Then take yourself a nice uh, full can of nuts from Concentrate Dull Pineapple Juice. Pour that in the punch bowl. And then pick your sour juice. So maybe it's going to be white grapefruit. Yep. And you're going to say that. Pour in the whole Whole damn thing. The whole jug. Pour in the whole jug. Now taste that and say, what else do you want? Do you want to put in 
a little bit of bitters? Do you want to put in some uh, other fruit juices? Do you want to put in a liqueur with a particular flavor, like mm. like the orge, for example? Orgeet. 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 I did not take the French uh, in you high can, You can do all kinds of things, and it's just tons of fun. So um, thank you for the tweets, and thank you for the emails. And if you want to send us an email, we like mail. you can send that to mail at zentikilounge.com. You can also send a note to Starshine. Sure. Or Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Or Kehlani, all at zentikilounge.com. And, and not uh, and I always uh, happily forward the emails to the ladies if uh, they're not checking their mailbox, which they aren't. I started so. a couple weeks ago. You know what? Oh, you April did? and May were fucking busy at work in March, so excuse my absence. I, I totally understand. So uh, uh, you can send us a uh, mail that way, or you can go on Facebook and go to the Zen Tiki Lounge page and send us a private message or just post something there on the page, and uh, I likely will get uh, back to you in mm-hmm. a quick fashion. I'll Likely. get back during the summer, but I can't promise. <laughs> next All right, semester. let's uh, let's go see if we can find the tiki news and uh, keep things going. And now ZTL Studios brings you tiki news from around the globe and your own backyard. Ladies and gentlemen, this just in to the Zen Tiki Lounge News Desk. How exciting. Well, I want to start off by saying that Tiki Caliente is is upon us. We are it's, so excited. It's ready to pounce on us like a rabid animal hiding in the woods. Like a rabid old lady that lives in Palm Springs. That's right. Yes. Or, or, or a gay. <laughs> or an alien. Oh, I, I know like you aliens. don't like aliens, yeah. but it's the desert. May 20th to 22nd, lovely warm Palm Springs, California. Uh, so I, I was, uh, I just sent a note to Rory Snyder, the organizer of the event. And I said, what else would you like us to mention? He said, well, you know, you could, uh, let everybody know that there are only 300 limited edition mugs for the event. And Starshine, I put the picture here for you so you yes. can take a look at it. The back view is kind of disturbing. And, uh, you know, Rory wants to let everybody know that, uh, the mug will be available for those checking in at Friday at the main hotel, and you can go to tiki-caliente.com if you'd like to check that out. The main hotel is sold out, except for occasions when somebody is no longer going to be able to attend and they because put their room back up. by aliens. Right, or, or, yeah, it could be. It could old be. Old people. So we have this awesome mug in a really cool green, and or green is one of my knows. green is one of my favorite colors. And uh, the mug is uh, $45, or there is a bit of a discount for those with uh, wristbands who are going to be there at the event when they're checking into their hotel room. So in addition to the mug, which again is limited to 300 there are sponsors such as Primo Beer. It's a Hawaiian lager. Hmm. Appleton Rum. I don't even need to explain. Everybody knows Appleton Rum. I have several here in the bar. Uh, and uh, Asombroso Spirits will be ruling the weekend with some great custom cocktails. And Asombroso is a tequila mm-hmm. that uh, I have been playing with a little bit because uh, I, it's sort of a desert theme, of sure. course. And so Cactus-y. I think we need a tequila type drink. So uh, lots of great things to do at Tiki Caliente for the re- for the weekend. But uh, most of all, lounge by the pool, drink cocktails, and listen to great live music and not be at work and not and not be at work and that's absolutely fabulous now of course i'm looking forward to the tikiaki orchestra and the ding dong devils and insect surfers just to name a few i want a ding dong you (laughs) i just want a ding dong yeah okay well uh also in tiki news hookie lao 2011 they're celebrating 10 years of mid-century and polynesian pop culture june 9th to 12th in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I'm not going to be able You're to attend this, this year. year no, though. but I wish I could. Uh, performances by the Intoxicators. Again, the Tikiaki Orchestra. They really do get around. I'm kidding. The Exotics, who um, 
Now, Don from the Exotics, for example, uh, he is the owner and proprietor of the Foundation Bar in Milwaukee, and I am just about to jump on a plane right after Tiki Caliente, head over to Chicago and Milwaukee, yes, and we're going to be going to the Foundation Bar, and uh, I hope to uh, meet uh, Don in person. Actually, I've met him several times, but see him on his home turf, Mm. and uh, then have one of his signature drinks there at the Foundation and then let's see, there's Grinder Nova, Fisherman, Marina the Fire-Eating Mermaid. And we've seen her at Tiki Oh, Oasis yes, last year, Marina, yes. you're just lovely and wonderful. There's Jeff Beach, Bomberries, Rum, Rat Pack, Rumposium, and I really, Fuck. really wish that I could be there for that because Beach Bomberries, I've said I have his books and his app and all that good stuff. He's just a, a great resource for the him. Tiki Mixologist. There's Kevin, uh, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. That's the drink he's, setting in. He's posh. He's Kevin, mm-hmm. not Kevin. Kevin Kidney and Jody Daly. Now they do kidney, kidney. They do some uh, great tiki art. They've done stuff for Disney. They've done stuff mm. for. Um, they have their own line, uh, mugs, lithographs, just anything in between uh, shirts, all kinds of great stuff. Great artists, great tiki kitsch artists. There's Vintage Roadside, and they do recreations of T-shirts of old uh, signs and things oh, that you know, look very vintage. There's DJ Sensitive Side and more. So that's all uh, the June 9th through 12th out in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, everything is still available right now. You want to go check that out. Now, let's uh, let's look at uh, May 29th. This actually takes us, you know, a little closer right now. The Ding Dong Devils are excited to be playing at the Forbidden Island's fourth annual luau on Sunday, May 29th. That's Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. They're going on at 7 p.m. and they're going to play several sets. The luau kicks off at 2 p.m. A luau and the Ding Dong Devils. That's a lot of fun. During the daytime, there will be a pig roast. Doesn't get much better than that. I once had a student group ask if they could roast a pig in my ballroom. And you said? No. <laughs> no, not in a ballroom? No. <laughs> There's going to be a live Tiki Carver Hawaiian music from the faux Hawaiians, hula dancing by Tahiti Nui Dance Troupe, ukulele jam session clinic by Tiki King, lay making by Aileen, or excuse me, Eileen. It's again, it's the drink. Camello, a drink demonstration by a mix. A and mixologist. I'm sorry, what city was this in? Suzanne Long. Well, uh, Forbidden Island is up there in the Bay Area. Oh, okay. So if you're in the Bay Area around Memorial Day weekend, you're going to want to stop by Forbidden Island's fourth annual luau. Now, if we haven't mentioned your event and it's in May, June, or July, then you're going to want to send us a note again to mail at zentikilounge.com so we can mention your event. And you do not need to be here in the mm-hmm. U.S. We will let anyone know yeah, about any anything event. going on anywhere in the world as long as it is tiki or kitsch, or involves heavy amounts of drinking and music. Our birthdays are in May, June, July. And have nothing to do with rapper rapper country. Right? (laughs) Yes, they do. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Well, uh, there we go. That's the news segment for this week. We hope you uh, heard something that you didn't already know about, and you're going to get out there, and you are going to be a part of the Tiki community, because that's what we're all about. Because it's fun. And now, the rest of the show. Starshine. Yeah. Now we're having another drink. We are. We are. We are having a drink that is yet to be named, and this is the second of two drinks that I'll be serving at Tiki Caliente. Now, I'm this calling is not, it the Pretty Pony. It's not a Pretty Pony. <laughs> this is not yet a final, a final cocktail, meaning or the final recipe or result. This one's got a little bit of a kick to it. Um, well, see, here's the thing: tequila is a strong, strong flavor mm-hmm. all on its own. So, mm-hmm. y- you know, that's why. Well, I like tequila. tequila 
tequila and citrus go so well together. That's why margaritas are so popular. But tequila, for me, I think in cheeky drinks, it's a bit difficult to work with. You know, tequila, tequila reminds me of being 20 and having my first hangover. Because oh, really? you can taste it the whole next day. Oh, well, yeah, especially you if you've vomited it through your nose. And then for the next 10 mm-hmm. years, that's all you think of when mm. you drink tequila is... Well, you're past that 10 years, so what do you think about this drink? I think it's pretty good, even though I know it has the dreaded cranberry juice. And, and Starshine doesn't like cranberry, but it's cranberry coconut. Mm-hmm. But I would drink this one again, because I honestly can't taste the cranberry. And some orange-flavored mm-hmm. uh, Jose Cuervo. And then, oh, what else is in there? And then some juices and things. And you I know, like some tequila other... now. I haven't thrown up on it in quite a long time. Well, good for you. Not since last week. <laughs> So it's growing on me. You have you didn't throw up last no. week. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, let's see what's what's in the show notes this week. What are we going to talk about? I have no fucking. Well, idea. there's a few things. Why won't Jesus leave me alone? Because you're gay. That's the first. That's probably it. <laughs> so I talked about this a couple weeks ago on the podcast, and and it's just that, um, I can't go more than a day or two without another church in the area leaving paraphernalia or propaganda on my doorstep or on my little fence and it's it's quite bothering me so the last two churches that did it i called them and uh one i i got a hold of somebody who was probably the secretary or something like that and i said um yeah i have a card here from your church and she got all excited and she was like <laughs> she's like oh yes would you like to would you like to know what time our services are on sunday and i said no um i'd like you to never never leave these at my home again because i find it a violation of my privacy oh and then she cried no, she didn't, and she said, "Well, I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry you feel that way. It's a common way that uh, churches and organizations get their name out there, so that you know we what? can have people visit us." I live in a condo, and they never leave stuff over there I because we're why. undesirables. Condos, oh, apartments. Undes- I, I think so. They'll leave them at houses, but they well, won't. this is a townhouse. But is they it because it's a townhouse. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, um, so anyway, and now the other one, it was just a voicemail that I left, and so I, I was just, you know, being. Silly, and I said, This is God, and I'm gay, and I want you to stop leaving crap on people's doorsteps because it's the, really rude. And so, why do you sound like Rip? I don't Taylor know, I don't know. The one who throws the glitter that's Rip Rip Taylor, yeah. I think. No, that's Rip Torn, no, Rip Taylor, Taylor yes. Yeah. Rip I always Torn say Rip Torn, but it's not actor, Rip yeah. Torn. Mm. Well, anyway, so I just I, I don't like it. Now, we were in Vegas uh-huh. two, two, three weekends ago. And uh, now, wh- who was it? You or the senator or, or the little senator that picked out the Jesus magnets for me? Uh, well, I did, because to be fair, the senator had picked out the cat butt magnets for you. Which I have already seen the cat butt yeah. magnets, and I'm so glad that you got me the Jesus for weight loss ma- yes. refrigerator magnets. Because I said, you know, Sunshine has grown up a little bit, and he's had the cat butt. I believe you've had the cat butt magnets yes. before. and I don't know what yes. happened to them. but I yeah. don't know, but I, yeah, I told him the Jesus ones would be more... Well, and so, and my favorite magnet, it's a picture of Jesus holding a bowl of salad, and it says, your body is a temple, fill it with salad. Yes. But the other one I really like is Jesus, and he's got his arms out to each side, and he's holding a pair of jeans over each arm, (laughs) and he says, fat jeans or skinny jeans, you choose. Well, Jesus would want you to take care of your body. I think so. I think so, because... Filling it with low-calorie tequila would be better. 
than a chocolate low calorie bar. tequila. <laughs> well, tequila is low calorie as long as you're just drinking the tequila, not mixing it with well, that's the juices and sugars. That's and things why like I that. won't eat tomorrow to make up. For uh, it. Well, I'm actually before tiki caliente. I like to be at my pool weight. Sure. So I am on a 1600 calorie a day oh. diet until we get to tiki caliente. That'll take care of the five vanity pounds that I, I have. Because by no means am I large, but I have about four more pounds to go to go okay. be at my summer weight. And then I'll start rubbing on the self tanner three days before we get there. And just rubbing your just yes i just rub it i just rub it on i don't actually anticipate getting tan so we'll see at the end of two weeks if we've both made it to our weight yes and we're going to be we're going to be sporting around the pool and saying look at our butts look at our chest you don't need to look at my butt (laughs) look at at our our bulbous areas to quote the church lady (laughs) so uh jesus you should leave me alone unless you're a refrigerator magnet that has been bequeathed to me bequeathed all right starshine have you have you heard about this have you heard about the air freshener that smells the air what yes okay so you know how you can get a, a plug-in and uh-huh. you can get the oil warmers and that great uh-huh. stuff and and pumpkin and i we've declared ourselves scent whores yes i think you both are so but now there is an air freshener and it's glader airwick i don't know you know how they have the ones for a while where you, you set them on a counter and then when they notice somebody goes by they go Psh. they have like a motion sensor yeah sure. well now now they have a more advanced one that doesn't just go Psh, when somebody walks by it goes Psh, when it smells that the air is yucky and what is yucky i don't know i don't know so i actually I want to get one of these and play with it. Okay. And I want to, for example, fart directly on it. I want to see what And friend- see if it really goes... Psh. I want you to set it up at a party, <laughs> and we will monitor when it goes off for each of our friends that walks by. <laughs> like if somebody's wearing a horrible cologne yeah, or something. Yes. Amy smells bad! <laughs> <laughs> but I, do we really need our air fresheners to be this technologically advanced? Now, we don't have an air freshener in the, tur- in, in the turkey bar. In the turkey bar, no. In the turkey bar. <laughs> 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 Wait. Oh, the we drinks. can't do these on Monday anymore. No, we don't normally record the show on a Monday, <laughs> but um, well, here we are. So uh, yeah, so it, it smells the air and then it releases scent as needed. And I just I want to play with it. I want to test it. I want to having to do with scent. Has the senator shown you the website that he likes to show me? Where it's a scent that you can buy, and it's based on the smell that women in spandex. What, what, okay, it's so. It's a German website. Um, of course it and is. It shows, yeah. a, it shows a man watching a woman on a spin cycle. Uh-huh. And she's all sweaty in the crotch area yeah. and riding the bike. And when she gets off the bike, the man goes and smells the bike seat. Yes, this is a, um, this is a what do you call it, a fetish that I've heard about. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine why it would be a turn on. And so you can buy that scent. You can. Now, now in Japan, I understood for a while that was quite uh, a fancy to uh, to buy the used panties yes. of blondes especially because apparently you know blonde women's poo nannies smell differently like peaches I, like peaches yes yes, yes. <laughs> and like unicorns a, and like glitter. a fresh baked peach pie with glitter <laughs> <laughs> uh, no I have not I have not heard of this so I'm you know that now I think even more interesting is that they actually can now bottle uh, the essence mm-hmm. of dog shit. And it Ugh. smells just like I bet they can make freshly, a jelly bean that tastes like dog shit. Freshly laid, warm, gloppy 
dog shit. Sloppy. Gosh, I'm not eating any fiber. Well, you know that, that because, you know, people uh, walk by my yard all the time and there's a grassy area. Yes. There's the grassy knoll. There's a grassy knoll out right outside. Front where uh, a, a local dog was assassinated not too long ago. <laughs> and he was a popular dog. He was. He was Catholic. And, uh, well, yes, and uh, Irish Catholic, <laughs> yes. actually. And Damn um, drunks. So anyway, Bouncers is no longer with us. Oh, Bouncer. He uh, was a German Shepherd. Oh, well, that's not Irish. Yeah, He's but uh, Irish when that it. dog, when that dog laid one down, he like seriously covered it was a bomb covered off. one square foot of lawn <laughs> with one uh, one pooper duper, and uh, so anyway, um, so there's these divots all over the lawn where the homeowners association, you know, cut the dry cleans up after the urine and the poop kill the lawn, right? They just cut the patch out. My neighbor and I were just talking about they this. They should get astroturf out there. No, yes, it no. looks real. You don't have to water it. That's Mm-mm. yes, I think so. You know, it's a green solution, but I, I like things that, that take in carbon and, and make oxygen. Mm, grass. AstroTurf it's a little doesn't patch do of grass. Slurp your drink at me. Well, you know, Disdainfully. I've, I've finished this drink. And now, Starshine, I, I, I want your honest, honest opinion. This drink that I have not yet named, is I, it yet worthy of the room crawl? Or? I think it is, because I would drink it again, and I don't like cranberry juice. And I don't even care for tequila. I like and I, tequila. And I've finished a couple of yeah, these today. I would drink it again. <laughs> and so, now I told the listeners I'm on my $1,600 or 1600 calorie a day diet, right? Yeah. Uh, so that I can lose uh, the And you the drank five it all pounds, in tequila today. The five pounds. So I have pre-calculated my cocktails mm-hmm. today, plus the bagel and the Americano I had earlier today. And I, I'm going to have uh, roughly 580 calories left to play with after oh, the podcast, nice. which is dinner somewhere in there. Oh, you haven't had dinner yet. Right. So I'm going to have to have my Del Taco with tacos no meat. Yes, of course. Yeah. And uh, so I, you know, I calculate again with an application, I calculate my calories because mm-hmm. I, I just I actually wanna... write mine on paper because I try to keep below 1500 on weekdays because I, on the weekends I have to eat with the Senator and the little Senator, but on the weekdays I keep it under hmm. 1500. No, that's a good thing because if you have control five days a week, I mean, you can't mm-hmm. get into too much trouble no. on your weekend. Well, not too much, but trouble. it hurts my stomach. Um, now when, uh, again, Starshine and I with the Senator and her child and my boyfriend, we were in uh, Vegas a couple weekends ago. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that, uh, we did, it was quite fun was, uh, her, her son, the little Senator, uh, he, well, he can be quite animated. He, he's got a live wire in him. And, uh, he's tiring. and, uh, I, I may have, uh, told him. Corrupted him? That he should, um... Well, he likes to sing little songs and do funny little things, and I and I and I told him I said I think that a great new name for a band would be called Stroking Orchids. Yes. And so he made up an entire theme song for Stroking Orchids, or at least their first hit. Yes. But he was trying to come up with the other names of the songs that would be on their first album. And, yes. And do you recall any of them? The only one I know he's sang at school so far is "Tonguing the Jelly." <laughs> he sang it at school to his friends, which I said, you know, maybe you don't want to sing that to your teacher. <laughs> and does he have the, all the words to it now? No, just tonguing the jelly. Mm. So, so the songs that the because he's six, right? Seven. He's gonna we, be eight in a month. Oh my god! Oh, he doesn't look a day over six. Oh, little boy. <laughs> uh, but uh, actually, he does. He's getting kind of tall. He's a tall. big kid. He's yeah. getting tall. 
he so he came up well he had help from adults but he came up with these song names he's gonna look back when we're 60 and he has kids of his own and he's gonna be like my parents were so fucking dirty and their friend right. Brian so they're Tim. sitting around in a tiki bar yeah. they're sitting around in a tiki bar talking about the, the song titles that I came up with when I was 7 years old in a yes. Vegas casino yes we take 7 well, year olds to casinos someday maybe he'll be a rock star and these are actually That's right. songs and then so, we'll sue him so the first and this is actually my favorite the first song we we he came up with was Fingering the Coin Slot. <laughs> I think that was your partner that actually said finger uh, in the coin was slot. It, and then there's Tongue in the Jelly, yes. as we just mentioned. And then there's Panties in the Trombone. Yeah, and that was the senator, was it not? Well, yes, because uh, there's a Filipino band, a yes, comedy band. The Four Queens. That uh, downtown Vegas, and they're known for pulling large women's panties out of the trombone. Yes. And so the song, Panties in the Trombone. Now, then there's the <laughs> Smiling Wet Banana. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a great song. That is definitely going to make Casey Kasem's top 10. Yes, I, I have no doubt. Uh, then there is the I, 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 I like Stroking Orchids, yes, which is the theme song. That, which, you know, with, I think he could go viral on YouTube if we actually got him to sing if, on there. If he didn't get shy as soon as the camera goes on. We'd have to film him without him knowing. Yes, because he yeah. does get shy as soon as there's yeah. a camera around. Which actually, I don't, I think it's false shyety. I think I it is too. I think he's lying. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to I think he actually likes it, but he doesn't want us to know he likes it. And then there's a Choking Piranha. Choking Piranha, yes. Yeah, I mean, that one just kind of, not a whole lot to say about it. It's just, eh. it is what it is. There's uh, Blowers in the Bathroom. Yes. You could apply any type of innuendo that you might with that, but we're literally talking about the things that dry your hands, but uh, you when you're in Vegas, in when you're in Vegas, there's other blowers in Depending the bathroom. Depending on what bathroom you're in. And then there's the, well, your husband's favorite, <laughs> Sideways Wax Lips. Well, you know... Sunshine, when you're in Vegas eating lunch with your eight-year-old, almost eight-year-old, you want to have conversations about how when they were born, how the hormones engorged their genitals. Right. Yes, and that's how we got, you know, he's a boy, of course, and we were talking about how big his balls were, but likewise, it works for females. When they're born, their their genitalia is swollen, like a pair of wax So I've heard, yes. yes. And that is having to do with all the the different hormones in the body. That's crazy, man. That's so, just, you know, when a boy's born, the dads are always proud. Look how big his junk is. I don't know. You never hear a, a guy standing over the girl going, look how big her junk is. Well, I do recall um, when I was at the hospital and a friend had a baby girl. I do recall thinking, God, that vagina is big. It doesn't stay that big. Okay, good, yeah. good. But, I mean, I just remember it being... yeah. It's because, I don't it was, know if it's yeah. the influence of excess estrogen or the opposite hormone. I think it's the opposite hormone that swells it up. Well, you know what? Maybe one of our doc, doctoral type listeners yes. can send us an email and let us know why the uh, nether regions of babies, newborns, right out of the womb, uh, have engorged, you know. Uh, yeah. It's not, the balls. Not, it wasn't the little peepee. It was Not the really something that we need to talk about in any greater detail, uh, necessarily. But uh, I think certainly. Sunshine is grossed out. Certainly for, well, you know, I think this is actually a subject for uh, another podcast, that beans on cracker thing. Well, yeah. it's not like I'm saying I want to do they things tend with to, the babies. They tend to talk about these things yeah. more often. I think, I'm, I think I'm more interested in the scientific as applies to the song. So, Stroking Orchids, uh, an up-and-coming band. I think they're going to have a couple of uh, top ten hits. I uh, hope so. Like, in about uh, ten years. The, what was the Wax Lips one again? Sideways Red. Sideways wax, wax Lips. lips and then the... Uh, uh, I think Stroking Orchids will be the big song. You think so? Yes. Okay. And then, well, I, Fingering the Coin Slot is one of my favorite. <laughs> it really is. 
So now you don't moving... have to finger the coin slot anymore in Vegas. No, you don't, because there's yeah. no coins in the slot. Yeah, I remember being, you know, 21 and and having the, the cups of coins and your hands were all filthy. Mm-hmm. I miss those days. You would get dirty quarter finger. Yeah, you know, your hands would be filthy. Mm-hmm. But that made you happy because yes. it meant you had a lot of and quarters. And you'd be hug, hugging mm-hmm. like cups of quarters. So okay, now let let's get serious. Oh sure. So in the last week and a half, there's been this Osama Obama drama. Yes. Osama, I mean Osama I Obama. What are you talking Osama about? Osama Obama drama. Well, now the the mainstream media and the president of these United States has announced that Osama bin Laden has been killed. I heard that by the United States uh, wet seals. I mean, not wet seals. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a cheesy clothing. Fourteen year old girls killed uh, Osama bin Laden. Navy seals, right? Navy seals. Yes. Yeah, wet seals is a clothing store. Do they even still have wet seal? <laughs> yeah, they do. Okay. They do. Charlotte Russe and wet seal. I thought wet seal turned into Forever Twenty One. Oh, maybe it did. I, I don't, don't know. know. It used so, to be wet seal when uh, I was in high school. So the wet seals went in and they uh, <laughs> shot Obama, Osama, Osama. <laughs> oh my God, I can't do this. Osama in the head. And uh, so he is reported to be dead, and there was a top-secret stealth helicopter that apparently uh, crashed in the process, and then the seals uh, burned it up because they didn't want it to be recovered, and then the little children in the village have been collecting pieces of it Hmm. and apparently sending the pieces to China so that they can analyze what the hull of the helicopter was made out of and then, of course, have their own stealth uh, helicopters and planes and what have you. You know, you made the mistake of saying Obama instead of Osama, but there was a news article with a whole bunch of links to it to people that news organizations that had made that same mistake. And they yeah, were but showing, they were sober. Well, but they were also showing screen caps. Obama is dead. No, Fox News. The, yeah. the reporter said it. He said, he said, ladies. And, well, he didn't say ladies and gentlemen, but he said. Obama is confirmed dead. (laughs) And then then he goes, I mean Osama. I mean Osama. Yeah. uh, But now I bring this up because why, why, why did American college students have to dance in the streets of cities around the country, waving American flags and act like imbeciles saying. I totally agree with you. We killed him. We killed him. We killed him. Yay. Hurrah. Let's have a holiday, et cetera. I just. I just, I now here's now here's the thing. Now this is this is what I want us to debate. Mm-hmm. We might be on the same side. So we're political gonna pundits of our time have said that we have an entire generation of kids, college mm-hmm. students, sure. that now for ten years, so their entire adult lives and pre adolescent lives, they have grown up in a world where nine eleven was just always a reality. Whereas we grew up in a world where most of it. 9-11 had not happened yet. Sure. So th- what they're saying is that the reality of them growing up in a world where the United States is vulnerable, constantly vulnerable, not this place that is, you know, impossible. You can't touch it. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, that's the world that we technically grew up in. Sure, but, I mean, we were a little bit younger, and I think it might have affected us in a different way than my parents. So they're saying that their reaction to this is because they've grown up in a world where the United States has been attacked and we're no longer a a nation of people that's so far away. The yeah. world is getting smaller. Sleeping giant or Terrorists whatever. are among us. They're around us. Exactly, exactly. So they're saying that this is why they reacted that way. And I just, 
I, I still, I still, I don't excuse it. I just think it's. I understood the people in New York that gathered around the World Trade Center. Sure, sure. But when I saw on the news that those people were the college students were around the White House, I just, I didn't know what to feel about it because I just thought, and I kept thinking inappropriate, and I don't know. I shouldn't say that because people have the right to. But they're express comparing themselves. those students. I in two interviews I've heard now, they're saying that Osama bin Laden is the Hitler of their generation. Hmm. And I have to disagree with that wholeheartedly. Now, here's, I mean, just just on the basis of numbers, Osama bin Laden may be responsible for, well, he, he is responsible for deaths. Absolutely. The number, you know, you can debate for the end of time. So he's responsible for the deaths of approximately 5,000 Americans over the last 20 years. Okay. 5,000 Americans and Westerners. Uh, Hitler, we're talking millions, millions of Jews and other he would quote as undesirable people. Gypsies, mentally challenged, killed, people. gassed, slaughtered, experimented mm-hmm. on, uh, exterminated, mm-hmm. uh, hunted. Just, I mean, I I just don't think you can compare Osama bin Laden to Hitler. No, I just felt you know it's been what ten years since nine eleven, and I I mean maybe you would have expected that kind of. What? You know, response Vitriol? to it a month after, within the year of 9-11, but it's been 10 years and I didn't know what to think. I mean, I just thought it it felt weird to watch people, even though he was a horrible person, cheering the fact right, that somebody right. died was weird to me. You know? No, exactly, exactly. So now I I'm can not see... I'm trying to sound anti-American Well, but I can see that if I, if I lived in the late 30s and 40s and Hitler died... Yes. I can see that the world would celebrate that. Sure. I can see that because it was the whole world was united as one mm-hmm. in this battle against Hitler and the Nazis and the Third Reich. And I, I, it's different than Osama bin Laden where you have millions and hundreds of millions, if not billions of people around the world who are kind of anti-Western, anti-American, yeah. or at least they say that, you know, our way is not the world way. And so... That's a big difference than during World War II and World War One, where the whole world was united against what we thought was the common foe, whether it be the Japanese or the Nazis and the Germans, yeah. you know. And I don't know. I mean, you know, part of me is like, well, if they had maybe if they had captured him alive, maybe that would be more satisfying to people because he's dead and it's over. And maybe people didn't get the closure that they wanted. Closure. Closure you know, is good. For, for 9-11. I don't know. I no, just, I, and I don't know either. I just, it's 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 a really interesting thing, and I just think that the, the dancing in the streets and the waving yeah, of the flag I agree. That was is dis- just not... Was it tasteful is not the right word. It was, it felt funny to me. Do I, am, do I for, do I for one second think that uh, someone should not have killed him? No way. Kill him. No, no way. No, I, agree. I just I take just him out. No problem with that at all. But yes, the response is wrong. There is there is performing a, what you might call a necessary justice based act. Mm-hmm. But then there's but you know you yeah. You and know. does that I mean and just killing him and dumping his body and no one ever seeing it, no one ever seeing anything about. Oh well, I that's mean, where Saturday Night Live comes in. Well, and I, I know that I saw was that. an awesome, awesome, great sketch where he was floating. The, in the Little water. Mermaid and Krabby <laughs> and whoever down below the ocean. And uh, Osama's mummy comes uh, drifting I, down and they're appalled. I come from an Italian Irish Catholic family. Mm-hmm. We believe that when you die, we put your body on display and we sit around it for a couple of days before your funeral. 
I don't know if you come from a family like that. No. Okay, so every relative that I've ever seen die, we have sat around him for two days, petting that person. I don't do that. Okay, well, no. so to me, it's like, and I know I'm not trying to be conspiracy theorist or anything, but the fact that I did not see a picture of his body, I don't... But then that brings up the... No, we're going to get real... I believe that he's dead. I believe that We're going to get real body. unserious here in a second, but that, that brings it up is, did did the body... Was the body jettisoned into the ocean because they really didn't want the followers to have an opportunity to have a land-based type place where sure, they could, I could see that. have a shrine and it would be like the new Mecca and you of know they this could is just turn that house into a shrine sure so yeah, yeah so they could do that anyway yeah. so uh, yeah it's uh, there's something a little weird about this but now let's uh let's get a lot less serious okay a lot less serious now um in uh, Abu Dhabi the United Emirates the UN they were having a meeting there did you know did they tell you? Did no, they invite you? No. Invite me. Renewable resources such as solar wind could supply up to 80% of the world's energy needs by 2050 and play a significant role in fighting global warming, a type or a top climate panel concluded Monday. Now, this is great. Okay. Because they're saying within just 40 years of now, 39 if you're really counting, we could be getting 80% of the world's energy from renewable resources. Do you think it's doable? I do, but do you think it'll happen? No. no. Because why? Why do you think it won't happen? Because there's no money for people who are making money on energy right now. Exactly. So the people in the energy industry, like the coal and oil industry, mm-hmm. they're going to spend a whole lot of money making sure that the rest of the world thinks that renewable energy is stupid and... Uh, uh, is for granola types. It's the and... way of the future. I mean, the other energy is not going to last forever. Right. And I mean, I, I just look at it this way. I just, you know, I just look at it this way. So, for example, let's say. Let's, let's say. Let's, let's just say that you were coming to the new world. Mm-hmm. The United States before it was the United States. It was just this vast, open, wide territory filled with native peoples, by the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, So let's not take that into consideration, but just it's this wide open area and you could literally scatter any type of seed you like and then the rains would make it grow and you would have food and it would be plentiful and and, uh, you wouldn't be persecuted by religious zealots, at least back then. Now we, of course... Come. Well, that's, but I mean, yeah. even when we came to this country, you had to be a certain religion. You weren't supposed to be persecuted. But. Sure, sure. So, uh, you, you know, you have all of this before you and it just seems so bountiful and plentiful and it seems so right and, and whether God said you're supposed to have it or not, it just seems so wonderful. And I, I look at this, I look at renewable energy as, as the same type of thing because mm-hmm. we, we have solar, we have wind, we have geothermal, we have hydropower, we have, um, oh, uh, the solar. Uh, now, the solar wind one is actually really interesting because we don't quite yet know how to harness that, uh-huh. but uh, we're working on it. Yes. We're working on it. But there's so many types of renewable energy. I think wind is personally my favorite because I think the windmills are kind of beautiful. I, I That's don't. Something that your friend from Washington can see in Palm Springs. Yes, yes. you can. You can. Lots and lots of them. Uh, and and I think they're beautiful. They're they're mm-hmm. always white. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know why they picked white. Now let's but... not get into a racist. Conversation no 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 no. <laughs> I just mean that I've never seen I've never seen a purple, red, black, blue windmill, they're always white. something with reflecting the sun. I mean, there must be a reason. Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe that's just the color of 
plastic or metal the machines shit out? I don't know. Shit out? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but uh, the Dutch, they... Maybe they're easier to see from the sky. Something. I bet maybe, there's a yeah. reason. Uh, but uh, so I, I think the windmills are beautiful and, and, they, and they generate electricity. and there's there's solar. Well, because the Dutch, they make, they make windmills. They're famous. <laughs> that kind of they're windmill. They're famous for making windmills. I think their windmills are brown. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm drunk. <laughs> So the Dutch make windmills, and they're beautiful. And uh, and so renewable energy, I think it's you have to ask yourself this question: Do you really, really think it's a good idea to continue spending money to pump out this dirty, dark, bad-smelling chemical oil from the ground, converted into fuel and plastics, and basically it serves no? zero good purpose. Somebody's it making pollutes. money off it, though. Well, yes. So it pollutes. It smells bad. It create, And then we take the waste products and we make plastics, things mm. that we know basically never go away and may pollute our our world forever. Uh, or, or would you like to... Like Justin Bieber. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. At least he cut his hair. Or would you rather put up some windmills and some solar cells uh-huh. and some wave generators and hydropower and all kinds of fun stuff like that and uh, create electricity that does not have to be converted from oil to steam to electricity? It's just electricity is electricity, mm-hmm. and then it is fed directly into your home, your car, your butt, whatever. Your butt? Yes, your butt. That sounds nice. I, to me, I'm just like, it's a no-brainer. I mean... I can tell. I mean, the inefficiency of creating or taking oil and coal and turning it into energy is ridiculous. Sure. When you think about the fact that you can just put something up and a blade turns and and uh, but it I mean, it's something that people hundreds of years ago thought up to for energy, of course, and it works. And now people make money off it. It's right. You, you could know. you would you would grind your grains, your corn sure, with sure. A, a, a wind powered. Uh, what do they call that thing? A mill. Yes. You know. And uh, they, that was how you would get your food, and it would pump your water. And, I mean, we really just kind of need to bring it back. So I bring this up because I'm chewing ice. You have no point. We're just rambling. No, I do have a point. point. I, no, I do but have a Obama point. from Obama to windmills. Mm. Osama. I just needed to bring it lighter. Mm-hmm. Listeners, if you're listening to this show, I know I don't have to plead to you too much because you're intelligent people. Stupid people don't listen to this show. Of course not. Because stupid people are watching Fox News. Yeah, that's true. That uh, is true. And Glenn Beck. You could be doing... No, he's leaving Fox News. Well, I don't care. He's going to go somewhere well, else. I know it's going to harbor but... stupidity. But uh, stupid people don't listen to this show. And uh, stupid people stupid don't people. don't enjoy themselves, the tiki, so much. No. Or conservatives. Because, you know, I think it takes an intelligent person to to, to say to themselves, you know... I'm going to buy pink plastic flamingos mm-hmm. and uh, flower lays and, and create a, a tiki bar or paradise or shrine in my home to help me forget about how fucking horrible the world is. Tell me how. I think those are intelligent people, and they're yes. going to drink those tiki libations with, with their rums and juices and all kinds of Hallelujah. fun things. And they are going to forget <laughs> about they are going to forget about the ills Hallelujah, of this sunshine. world. Can I hear another amen? Amen. They, Hallelujah. And they are gonna they are gonna 
keep it fresh and new, and they are going to be in favor of green energy. That's the closest I've been to church in about 10 years. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. Well, except for I do occasionally watch like Channel 58 late at night just to, because, you know, they say, uh, you know, know thy enemy. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so I like to hear what they're preaching. I did watch for about 20 minutes last week on the Catholic Channel. The um, They're trying to make uh, Pope John Paul a saint. Yes. Yeah, and I did watch. Because I thought the um, when he died and they did that whole voting process, that was massively interesting. Now, our current Pope, I forget what his name is. Uh, but Benedict I mean, or something, Nazi. Right? Yeah, he's a Nazi. Nazi. <laughs> he's a Nazi. Uh, was. Was. Allegedly. Well, he could have been. He a member good. of the Nazi party. But now, now he is a creepy, hunched over uh, looking. He, he seriously is the Pope that you could have a series of horror movies. I thought he was the oldest made Pope after. that they have elected. So he's well, he's, old. He's, he's creepy. He's, he's creepy. He's creepy and old. And, and maybe he'll just, maybe the maker will just take him. I don't think they'll make him a saint when he dies. No, I don't, I don't think so. But you know, Pope John Paul, I mean. He, he, he got shot and he made the Pope mobile. So. Pope. <laughs> Pope John Paul and Reagan both got shot yes. and then traveled around in bulletproof vehicles yes. and for the rest of their life. Since he invented the Pope mobile, he should be a saint. And uh, and let's just let's just keep let's just go full circle. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Talk about but now. I want to ask you: Do you celebrate Meatless Monday? Today is Monday. Well, do you celebrate Meatless Monday or any other day of the week? And what does that mean to you? Well, I probably only eat meat twice a week anyway, so I don't celebrate Meatless Monday. And I'll tell you why I don't think Meatless Monday makes sense to me. Okay. Because I buy my groceries on Sunday. Uh-huh. So if I have meat, I want to use it right away. That actually is a very good point. So I am not going to have a meatless Monday, but I eat a lot less meat than most people do anyway. Mm. I don't eat meat every meal. Most, I would say 75% of my meals are meatless. Well, mine as well. And, yeah. and so the boyfriend, so for example, we have meat one or two days. Well, I make a meal with meat one or two days a week. Mm-hmm. Now, I know what he's eating at work. Or when he's out, mm-hmm. has meat in every goddamn meal. Yes, because he does not buy himself a vegetarian meal anytime I'm not around. But now he he'll have a salad. But he eats he'll have a salad. But it, he does. Yeah. But he'll eat whatever I make, and uh, and every once in a while he'll say something like, "This is really damn good." And then other stuff he doesn't say anything, and so I'll ask him for the feedback, and he goes, "Yeah, it's good. I would eat it again." But that's good enough for me, yeah. whether it be tofu or vegetables or whatever. Uh, so I bring up the whole meatless Monday thing as really more of a. You know, people, you have to, you got to think about things like this. You know, to raise one head of cattle that is then turned into a couple hamburgers. Okay, yes. a lot of hamburgers. You you use a lot of oil. Mm-hmm. And people don't think about this because the oil is turned into energy that then is used to pump the sprinklers and make the fertilizers and drive the tractors and the trucks and this whole process that then gets the food to you. So it takes a lot of energy, oil, coal, etc., to turn that beef into the hamburger that you eat. It takes one fortieth. Now, there's different studies that'll say different things, but about one fortieth the energy to grow the same amount of calories in a fruit or a vegetable, yes. and then just eat it without having to process it. Fresh fruits and vegetables, you know, are the best things for your body. So it, for me, that's that's the whole debate right there is every time I eat something that doesn't have meat, whether it be fruits, nuts, grains, berries, grasses, rice, wh- whatever, Oompa, all Oompa those. Loompas. Yes, all those things. Mm-hmm. Schnozberries. Mm. We do love the schnozberries. 
Uh, you are you're using a lot less energy just by choosing those foods. Yeah, definitely. Oh God! And then there's that horrible side effect of choosing those of those foods. It's better for you. It's healthier. Less gas. It has more fiber. Well, unless you eat broccoli and beans, but right yeah. or asparagus. Asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I want to encourage more listeners to think about when you're going grocery shopping and you say to yourself, well, I buy all this meat because you have this mentality of meat has to be in every meal, yeah, but, but it, it doesn't. really doesn't. So here's, you know, here's something that I did a couple weeks ago and I was going to do again tonight, except that we're doing the, the podcast late on a Monday night and we mm-hmm. all have to work tomorrow. If you take taco seasoning, mm-hmm. now you buy the packet of taco seasoning and you mix that with diced Pretty much any type of vegetable. I like to do onion, broccoli, and bell pepper. Yes. You dice the veggies up nice and small, just like if they were ground beef. Mm-hmm. And then you saute them, put in the taco seasoning in the pan with a little bit of water, whatever it tells you to, and use that as your taco filling instead of meat. You can still put cheese on it if you want. You know, there's nothing wrong with dairy, uh, unless you're a vegan. You know, you stay away from it. But you can you can turn vegetables with the proper seasoning into some amazing stuff. Sure. And I think that's what people don't realize is they try to cook vegetarian meals or they try to cook meatless meals and they don't really understand the fact that the reason that you don't have to add a whole lot of stuff to meat is because it's already got a lot of fat and salt associated with yeah. it. Whereas if you're just having vegetables, you, need to add some flavor to you have to add your, sure. your herbs and seasonings and maybe a little bit of salt, pepper, et cetera. And then you really get something. So I'm challenging the listeners out there. And I would like a listener to write in and say, I was inspired. I, I did this. And tell me, what did you make for your family or for yourself or whatever? And tell me about it. And then we'll talk about it on the show. I think it's a... It's a global discussion. Oh, right. I can bring some recipes in if it makes you happy. Well, last but not least, though, here is here is something here I want to discuss that is not meatless by any means, but it does have meatless recipes in it. And so this has been going around the Facebook and, and such. The Pacific House Hawaii Cookbook. It's a this, lovely cookbook. This cookbook was originally uh, printed in the 60s. It shows. And it has all kinds of fun recipes in it for what what a person may have thought a true Hawaiian luau mm. would be, which, you know, this is nothing of the like, but part of what we like is our tiki kitchen, our culture, is that it is so far from reality. It is a contrived, made-up thing that is only slightly based in reality, but there's some really good food that is not so good for you. Which I, gotta, I like of the cookbooks of the 60s. And I got to say, luau mayonnaise uh, you know, luau mayonnaise is used in several recipes mm-hmm. in this book, and it is simply, it says, thin one cup mayonnaise with two tablespoons pineapple juice or syrup and one tablespoon maraschino cherry syrup. Ugh. Blend to a smooth pink color. It's gross. Use as a dip or sauce on many dishes in this very cookbook. Now, it's, I, now, so I made a small batch and I tasted it and... It is disturbingly good. Ugh, but see, I don't know. I could dip vegetables in it. I could put it on chicken. I could put it on brown rice. You, I think you could do a lot of things with this. Now, I, I highlighted a couple. On some I highlighted rice. a couple recipes in here. Now, another one was the Kowloon ginger beef with papaya. Mm. Now that sounds kind of good. And then, and then there is. What's this other one here? The passion fruit chiffon cake. Oh, of course, doesn't, a chiffon cake. Doesn't that sound nice? I don't like cake. I like chiffon cake, though. There's the Bulu cocktail. And uh, so this book, you know, appetizers, drinks, 
main dishes, everything, desserts in this Hawaiian cookbook. And if you go on the Facebook and you'll see there that I, you know, posted the picture of it. Um, the cover shows like a big old ham and some poo-poos, otherwise known as appetizers. <laughs> you said that like you're from Texas. That's P-U-P-U, poo-poos. Poo-poos, <laughs> The poo-poos. <laughs> so uh, get yourself the Hawaii cookbook or just, um, you know, fashion yourself up something that... But Oh, now here's why I brought it up again. Mm. There are a lot of recipes in here that don't have any meat in them. Ah. They're full of fruits and vegetables. They're full of poi. And, and, and fatty things like cheese and mayonnaise. Yeah. So they're not vegan, but they're vegetarian. Uh, and they, they actually look quite tasty, and I, I am going to very soon create an entire meal. Ooh, watercress bean sprout namathu. Not like watercress. I do. Hmm. I do. Yeah. I like a nice watercress salad. Yeah. It's quite delicious. Oh, watercress. I'm thinking water chestnuts. Sorry. Oh, no. Well, I like water chestnuts, too, but... I don't like water Now, Starshine, is there anything else that you'd like to talk about before uh, we head on out? Not that I can think of. Really? Are you sure? I am. Okay. I'm thinking of Tiki Caliente. I am, too. Yes. I am, too. Just two weekends away yes. from now. And How lovely. Oh, it's going to be nice. Well, I'm also thinking about Del Taco because that's where we're headed. Uh, but, uh, you know, listeners, thank you so much for joining us in the Zen Tiki Lounge. We are the dimly lit tiki bar that lives in your head. We hope you enjoy the music and the cocktails and the banter. And the friendship. If you're going to be in the Palm Springs <laughs> area around May 20th to 22nd, you can see Starshine and I. The other ones won't be there. They won't be. Uh, Actually, Kehlani just might be now. She said it was her wedding anniversary. It is, but she's thinking about not uh, celebrating the wedding anniversary. (laughs) And coming on out to Tiki Caliente. She's saying that. We won't go into any other details about that, but uh, (laughs) we'll see if that happens. But uh, Tiki Caliente, May 20th to 22nd, it's going to be just a a great, great, great party with lots of uh, cocktails and a wonderful, wonderful music. Again, I'm looking forward to the Tiki Yaki Orchestra. And I think that about does it. Love them. Uh, does it? Does us? Does, does us. something? So uh, until next time, mahalo. mahalo.